Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for September 15th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled God is Faithful. And I want you to know that. I want you to believe that God is faithful. God has never let you down. You know how there's a song in church people sing, and they say, he's never failed me yet. I, I never really said the yet part, right? I mean, when we got to that part in the song, he's never failed me, I put a period on it. I mean, because he's never going to fail me. We serve a God that is more committed to us than we're committed to us. He has never failed. He will never fail. He He would never relax the grip that he has on us. He would never relax the commitment that he has towards us. Think about all the people that it took you for you to get born again. He sent all these people to you. He was not moved. He was unfazed by the fact that you ignored him. He was unfazed by the fact that you didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. And then you finally got born again. And even now he is tirelessly pursuing you, tracking you down so that you could become the man, the woman that he calls you to be so that you could leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased so that you can leave a legacy of righteousness for your children and your children's children for such a time as this. You are called, you are anointed, and so God is dedicated to you. God is faithful. Yesterday, I introduced you to a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And while we're not going to cover the whole chapter, we're covering a good portion of it. And so I, we looked at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, verse 1, then verses 7 through 13, then verses 16 through 18. And I told you that we're going to take our time and go through all of those verses. Yesterday, we covered 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 1. Today, we're going to cover 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. The title of today's message is, really, this is going to be a series inside of the God is Faithful series. We can withstand and overcome anything, part two. Yesterday was, we can withstand as a believer, born again believer. You're covered by the blood of Jesus. You're anointed by the Holy Spirit. You're called according to your work and purpose. You get up every morning knowing that your calling is calling you. And when you know that, you can withstand and overcome anything. Well, this is part two, and I'm calling this one the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about the Holy Spirit in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 7. But let me read for you all the verses first. So verse 1 says, now, it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with the privilege of this new covenant ministry. I dealt with that yesterday. And because we have a new covenant ministry, we will not quit or faint with weariness. Verse 7, this is what I'll deal with today. We are like common clay jars that carry around this glorious treasure within so that this immeasurable power will be seen as God's and not ours. Verse eight, though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times, we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, doggone it, but we are not knocked out. Verse 10, we, are, we continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our own humanity. We consider... Living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus would be revealed through our humanity. So then, death is at work in us, but it releases life in you. We have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, first, I believe, then I spoke in faith. So we also believe, then we speak in faith. So no wonder that we don't give up. <laughs> so for even though our outward man is gradually wearing out, 
We have an inner man that is being renewed every single day. We view our slight and short-lived troubles in light of eternity. We see difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal weight of glory that is far beyond all comparison because we don't focus our attention on what is seen, but what is unseen. What is seen is temporary. What is unseen is eternal. So, oh my God. And that's it. Like we're going to cover all of this stuff and it's going to be good. And I'm excited about it. But today I'm just going to deal with verse seven and I'm going to really talk about the Holy Spirit. So once again, second Corinthians chapter four and verse seven, the Bible says we are like clay jars that carry around a treasure. Why, why did God set it up this way? So that everybody would know that the power, the immeasurable power that we're carrying around is from God and not from us. And that's the Holy Spirit. So let's talk about it. I have three things to share with you in this morning. As I get into these three things now, I want you to open up your heart uh, to receive. There's three things. Number one, here we go. You ready? Number one, God deposited his best down inside of you. I want you to know that. I want you to know that if you're born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, God deposited his best down inside of you right? Um, God can use anyone, anyone that's born again. He can use anyone that's born again supernaturally because at that point, it's not really you doing it. All he needs from us is to get out of the way. Remember, for God to operate in your life, he just needs your cooperation. We are the containers. Basically, God says that God is housing his treasure, his glorious treasure, his immeasurable power inside of us. So it's like we're the container, but God is the content. So we're not the content, God is the content, but we're the container. So we're housing the glory. We don't, so we're walking around, say this, say I'm a God carrier. I want you to know that. I want you to know before you go into any meeting, conversation, or activity today, that you are a God carrier. You are taking God with you inside of every meeting, every conversation, every activity, every Zoom call. You're taking God with you. You are housing the glory of God. Now, you're not the glory. God is the glory, but you're housing the glory. So the housing can't take credit. You're, you're, you're not the content. You're the container. The container can't take credit for, for what's, what the content is. The content is glorious. The content is supernatural, but you're, you're just the container. You're just housing it. You're just carrying it around. God put his super inside of your natural. God sent his best. Watch this. God sent his best to us when he sent his son, Jesus. But God gave his best to us when he deposited his spirit down inside of us. Let me say that again. God sent his best to the earth when he sent Jesus to die in our place. But God gave us his best down inside of us when he gave us the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. This is the same spirit that Adam had when God breathed into his nostrils, and he became a living, speaking spirit. And he was walking around in the gar Garden of Eden, dominating before the fall. He was dominating this earth, this planet. He had kingdom, dominion, power, and authority. Same Holy Spirit. This is the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had when he was causing the blind to see, the lame to walk, the dumb to speak, the dead to rise. Same Holy Ghost. So when you're born again, you say, you have the same Holy Spirit. You, when you're born again, now you redeemed all the way back to Adam. You have the same Holy Spirit that Adam had when he was walking around with power and authority. The same Holy Spirit that Jesus had when he was exercising power over devils and demons. You have the same power, the same presence, the same Holy Spirit. God deposited his best inside of you when he gave you his 
his spirit. The Holy Spirit is your spirit to spirit connection to the Father. God is a spirit. God is not God is not a human. He doesn't operate through your five physical senses. So God is not sensual. God is spiritual. So God doesn't have to make sense because he's spiritual and he gave you his spirit, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, so you can know. So you can have a direct connection to the Father, spirit to spirit. God gave you his best when he's put his spirit down inside of you. You got it? All right, number two. Now, we have everything we need already inside of us. God would never call us to do something that he hasn't already equipped us to do. It would be unrighteous of God as a father to expect us to do something that we're not prepared for. So when God gave us his spirit, he gave us everything that we need and he gave us his grace. We have a grace to accomplish whatever God has called us to accomplish for such a time as this. So God gave us this treasure, the treasures from God. And we are like the clay jars, the Bible says. We're like the clay jars that are housing the treasure. This is so that the amazing power that flows through us, everybody can know that was God and not him. And so that everybody can say, no, 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 no. Rick is cool and everything, but Rick ain't that smart. That was God, right? I mean, Rick is, I like Rick. Rick is cool and everything, but that was not Rick. That was God through Rick. So that all the glory belongs to him. We don't take God's glory. We don't take God's credit. Paul talks about, before Paul gets to the challenges, trouble on every side, and how you have the power and the grace to overcome every challenge, every obstacle, to stand, having done all to stand. Before he gets to any of that, he talks about, let me be clear, God put his power down on the inside of you. God deposited everything you would ever need on the inside of you when he gave you his spirit. God put his treasure in you, the text says, so that everybody would know that the amazing power that you operate in, God is going to give you wisdom that exceeds your education and experience. God is going to give you power that exceeds anything that you could do as a mere human. God is going to, going to grace you to, to, God will open doors for you that no man can close. And so that when people look at you, it will be so supernatural that people have to say, God's hand is on his life. God's hand is on her life. That has to be God. That's not him. He's, he's cool, but he's not that cool. He's smart, but he's not that smart. That's the power of God. People, God wants everybody to know that it's God working in you. God gives you the grace. God gives you the words. John 14 and 10, Jesus said, listen, it's the father who's living in me. He gives me the words and he performs the work. So everything that you, that you need, look at me, whatever God has called you to do. And you're like, oh my God, I don't know how to do it. I can't do it. I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the, the experience. I don't have to stop. Everything that you need is inside of you. Now, will God prepare you? Yeah, God will prepare you because you have to be prepared to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. But at the end of the day, God has injected you with whatever he's instructed you to do. So God has graced you to do it. Your job is to yield to God. Your job is to flow in sync with the Holy Spirit, to live in harmony with him. God is living on the inside of you. Look, look at me. I want you to know that God is living on the inside of you. God is the treasure. He is the glory. He is the power. You're not the treasure. He's the treasure. You're not the power. He's the power. You're not the content. He's the content. You're the container and you are walking around. You don't have the ability. He has the ability. You don't have the, the strength. He has the strength. But when you're walking around with everything you need on the inside of you, and when you know that everything you need is already on the inside of you, you know that now later on, we're going to see that you cannot, you can have trouble on every side and you will not be troubled by your trouble. You will not be defeated. You cannot be defeated because God cannot be defeated. And as long as you, you yield over to God, this is the secret to being unstoppable. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. If you get out of the way, if you yield to God and you allow God to flow through you, then, then God cannot be stopped, obviously, right? So at that point, if it's none of you and all of him, then you cannot be stopped 
because God cannot be stopped. So allow God to live through you. Allow God to give you wisdom. Allow God to give you the words. Allow God to perform the work. Live every day, yielded, submitted to, in harmony with, in sync with the Holy Spirit. And so at that point, when it's God living in you, the hope of glory, yes, you will live a life that far exceeds anything you ever imagined because it won't be you doing it. It will be God living through you. That's 1 Corinthians 15 and 10. Number three, and finally, as I close, God has placed everything he is inside of you. Now, I need to I need to slow down on this point. Not only did God give you his best when he gave you a spirit, not only did God give you everything that you're ever going to need when he gave you a spirit, but I also want you to, to acknowledge the fact that God gave you everything he is when he gave you a spirit. Like, like I, I think people don't make the connection between the Holy Spirit and the Father. When he gave you his spirit, he gave you himself. The Holy Spirit and the Father are one. Jesus and the Father are one. Jesus and the Spirit are one. There's one God, right? So when God gave you a spirit, he gave you himself. God calls us to do things that we could not do so that we rely on him. Now, let me just say this about people that are born again. Once you're born again you, and you're forgiven of your sin, yet yeah, are you going to heaven? Yeah, you're going to heaven. But the problem is that a lot of Christians spend the rest of their lives focused on going to heaven, focused on dying and just going to heaven someday. Some glad morning. <laughs> when this world is over, I'll fly away. And they're focused on going to heaven. Okay, cool. I know I'm going to heaven, but I'm still here. And if I'm still here, it's because God has an assignment for me to do now. So I'm not focused on going to heaven someday. I'm focused on bringing heaven to the earth every day. Let me say that again. Your focus should not be on going to heaven someday. Our focus now is on bringing heaven to the earth every day. So when you're convinced that God is living on the inside of you, that really God, the God, the Godhead, everything that God is, is living on the inside of you. Now you yield to him. He's your direct connection to the father and to heaven. So now you can experience days of heaven on earth on a daily basis. This is why God gave us a spirit. The Holy Spirit is our di direct connection to the father, is our direct connection to heaven. So the Holy Spirit gets to show us what heaven is like. Why? so that we can experience heaven on earth. Jesus said, when you pray, you pray like this. Lord, your kingdom has already come and your will shall be done where? On earth. How? Oh, as it is in heaven. Well, I can't pray for heaven's will to be done as it is in heaven on earth if I don't know what's going on in heaven. So the Holy Spirit allows me to see God's will. God doesn't have two wills. Heaven is a picture of his perfect will. In heaven, there's no sickness. In heaven, there's no disease. In heaven, there's no lack. In heaven, there's no broken relationships. In heaven, oh, wow. So I get to see heaven through the Holy Spirit. And now I'm able to pray for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is my connection to heaven. So now I'm able to experience heaven and I'm able to pull down heaven to the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit. Everything that heaven has is available to you and I right now, right now. But we got to open our hearts to it. Look at me. This is not something you work for. This is something you believe for. You can't work for it. This is not about works. You can't earn it. You can't deserve it. You have to believe for it. The day you start believing, the day you open up your heart and start confessing with your mouth and believing in, in your heart what, what heaven has and what heaven is and heaven's reality now, on the earth, then you're going to experience heaven on earth. Everything that heaven has available is available to you now. You don't have to wait to go to heaven to experience heaven. 
God talks about having days of heaven on the earth. So uh, this is why in the text it says, after you get through all of that, this is why you can be you can have trouble on every side, and and you're not moved by it. You're not troubled by the trouble. You're persecuted, but not forsaken. You're cast down, but not destroyed. Why? Because my eyes are fixed and focused on heaven. Now, the earth hasn't caught up with the reality yet. There's some things that God shows me in my prayer closet that haven't, that haven't happened, haven't manifested in the earth, but it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what God has already revealed to me in my heart. So the goal is for us to be focused on that and not on this. And this is how I'm able to press through and withstand and overcome every challenge. You can withstand, you can overcome anything when you tap into the power of the Holy Spirit. This has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with God. There's nothing God can't do. God is living on the inside of you. Therefore, if you tap into the power of God, if you yield to the Holy Spirit, you'll be able to do things that you could never do without God. This is the grace life. This is really what I talk about all the time. The grace life is living by the grace of God. I am who I am by the grace of God. I can do what God has called me to do by the grace of God. There's nothing I can't do because there's nothing God can't do and God lives on the inside of me. (laughs) And so so heaven is is my home. Yes, I'm a pilgrim. Like people say, oh, I'm a pilgrim passing through. Yeah, but while I'm here, I'm not just going to wait to go to heaven to experience heaven. No, no, I'm I'm saved, but I'm not going to be miserably saved. God wants me to go to heaven, but he wants me to enjoy the ride. And he has called me to be a conduit of heaven on the earth. Jesus didn't walk around saying, oh man, y'all going to experience some stuff when you go to heaven. No, he brought heaven to the earth. That's how we're supposed to do it. How? Through the Holy Spirit. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. And uh, we're going to close this out. We're going to speak life. We're going to speak words of faith from a believing heart. And this is how we experience heaven on earth. You ready? Speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for leading me to level up in this season. I level up by embracing the fullness of the Holy Spirit. I am like a common clay jar (laughs) that's walking around with a glorious treasure down inside of it. I am the container. You are the content. The power and the glory come from you. Now, your glory attracts opposition. So I may experience trouble on every side, but I am not defeated. When I don't know what to do, quitting is not an option. When I am persecuted by others, you are always there with me. I may be knocked down, but I am never knocked out. I continually share in the death of Jesus, in my own body, so that the life of Jesus can be seen through my own body. I enter this day determined to press through any challenge that comes my way, not by my power, but by your strength, because you live in me, Father. This is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, and you want all my notes in your email inbox, why not sign up to get the notes? It's free. Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it, and you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox on a daily basis. Listen, do me a favor. First of all, get this word down in your spirit. It's God who's living on the inside of you. 
you can do all things because God can do all things and he lives in you. Trouble on every side, not a problem. You can have trouble and not be troubled by your trouble. Persecuted, not forsaken. Cast down, not destroyed. Why? God lives on the inside of you. Do me a favor, leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you, God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning at my regular time, 7 a.m. God bless you.